1: Your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. It's Friday, which means it's time for our Draft Network Super Show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Kyle Krabs. A brief moment before we start the show. I'd like to cordially invite each and every one of you listening to pardon our dust. The Draft Network, we're trying to introduce a couple new features for the podcast. One of those including uh, some live Twitch Features twitch.tv slash the draft network. We broadcasted today's super show live on the air last night, right before the start of Thursday Night Football. If you missed us, we're sorry you did. It was an impromptu opportunity to test out the Twitch stream, and we're really happy with the results. With that said, we're still ironing out some finer details, and as a result, we don't have the full audio recording of today's show. But with that in mind, We have approximately 20 minutes of John, Trevor, Joe, and myself talking about the wide receivers, the defensive linemen, the edge prospects, the offensive tackles involved at the Senior Bowl. And in addition, we answer fan questions that came in live during the course of the Twitch stream. So I'd like to thank you for listening to the show. We will continue to work out these kinks, and we hope you enjoy what you experience on today's Draft Network Super Show with our friends over at Locked On NFL Draft. You guys want to know who's going to make a poop ton of money at the Senior Bowl? David Sills, because he's there with his quarterback, Will Greer, and you let those guys play throw and catch with each other. Got to put them on opposite teams. No. Let them play together and let them thrive, because Sills is going to moss people in the one-on-ones, and they know, they know each other so well. And I just think I'm looking at the roster that we have here for wide receivers. And David Sills is a name that I'm excited about because I thought he showed some growth in a couple areas. He, he was previously a quarterback recruit, uh, transitioned to a wide receiver midway through his college career, has put up monster numbers in this spread. And physically, he's a tough mismatch in the red zone. So David Sills is a name that I'm looking forward to watching playing the wide receiver group because... He's got that chemistry with Will Greer, and you know when they have those shared reps, he's really gonna pop.
3: I know Kyle's gonna Kyle's gonna make fun of me, but I'm excited to see Emmanuel Hall. I want to see in person if that speed is as big of a trump card as it looks like it is on Missouri State at times. And I know he's had some issues with drops before, so that part of his game I will be watching closely. But I like his releases. I think he gets vertical better than than really most receivers in this class, and. I think he, he really does have some nice finishes down the field on the ball, but then also they asked him to do a little bit more this year and, uh, in, in terms of diversifying his route tree and stuff, and I thought that he looked pretty good at that. So those are all things I'm going to be watching for with him, but you know that kind of length and that kind of speed you know, don't come around in a combination all that often. So uh, yes, the hands
2: are a question mark, but I, I am kind of excited for his game. I'm super pumped to see what a human being with absolutely no hands existing on his body <laughs> looks like. That's going to be really cool. He's, He's just not even mad. He's bricks for hands. I saw, him, I saw him catch a film on 27. He's bad, dude. He caught a ball over the shoulder with his wrists. He didn't
4: even catch it with his yeah, hands. Last he year was... his
2: wrists. Well, that's impressive. He should get extra points. Yeah, he should get right. extra points. But he didn't. I agree. But he caught his it. hands were
3: more of a concern last year than this past year for what it's worth but he also was injured some of this year. So
2: that may be why it looked that way. Uh, Trevor, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a brief moment here by introducing the edge class. And I'd like a, a thought that you have on somebody from the edge class, which is a position group that I, I think has some interesting players. We have Ledbetter from Georgia, Jelks from Oregon, Walker from Georgia, Winovich from Michigan, Collier from TCU, Granderson from Wyoming, Banagoo from TCU, Zach Allen, BC, Jalen Ferguson, Louisiana tech, O'Shane Ziminez from Old Dominion, Josh Allen from Kentucky, and Kaminsky from small school that I don't know the
4: abbreviation for. <laughs> yeah, the Kaminsky dude, I'm super interested in just because I like don't know anything about him. And Jim Nagy on the on the broadcast talked about how he was a quarterback in high school and he was like six feet tall when he went into college, and now he's 6'5", 275, Right? Is that this? That's the same guy, right? That he was talking about. So yeah, I. I mean, I'm super intrigued by him, but uh, the guys that I think I would say, I guess like have the most to gain. Well, I don't know about most to gain, but Josh Allen certainly from Kentucky has the first round hype that's around him. I like him. John and I have talked about this on the podcast. I I liked him a little bit in flashes when we were going through the summer scouting series, but John and I really didn't know what to do with him because he played a lot of traditional linebacker responsibilities this year. They kind of set him free a lot more and you could see, that it was just more natural for him. He was, I guess, unchained, if you'll call it. You could just let him go and let him be a pass rusher. I thought he did really well this year with that responsibility. And then, um, who's the other one? Oh, Jokes, uh, which is Ben Solak's boy, who Ben really liked. Yeah, Ben bailed on him. Ben really, ben really liked him coming into the season, and I watched a little bit of it. I didn't really know anything about him until Ben started talking about him, and I was like, okay, I kind of like this guy too. I see, I see a little bit of what Ben's talking about, but – He just looks slow this year, like all of the traits and and length and ability that he would have had. I just it just never came to fruition. And so I don't really know what to make of him. So I'm pretty excited that he's going to the senior bullet just because he is a bigger body guy. He has that length. He's got some things that the pass rushers aren't going to be able to offer, which is always Something good that can separate you as a prospect, especially when you're going to an environment like the senior bowl where you're going and you're getting NFL coaching and you're, and you're having them get their hands on you for a couple of days and tell you how to use your length and your hands and maybe clean up the way that you do things and fire off the ball. And I guess we'll see, I'm hoping we see a little bit more of a, uh, the jokes that we kind of projected at the beginning of the year, because this year I just I, it like never came to fruition at all. So. John, I'm gonna
2: have you give an edge take. Joe, give an edge take, and then let's take a couple questions. We've got quite a bit of them in the comments here. Go ahead, John.
3: Yeah, I think uh, Trevor brought up a couple of good names. Obviously, I, I actually am so excited about this edge group, and I think the strength of the whole senior bowl roster lies kind of in the, of course, the interior defensive line. If the, especially if some of these other guys uh, declare as, or uh, end up accepting their invitation. But the edge group, defensive line group, and then the offensive line group, honestly, really, really good so far as well. I mean, it seems like they got almost all the top names. And remember, a lot more offensive linemen stay in school and play their senior year out than probably any other position. So uh, I'm excited to see those groups – how about the groups of guys that hasn't said anything yet, that haven't accepted their invitation yet? I mean, if Montez Sweat and Cleveland Farrell and Christian Miller from Alabama, who I'm yeah. very intrigued by yeah. if they all say yes, and then you, you include the interior defensive line group, Christian Wilkins, Jerry Tillery, and Isaiah Bugs if we get yeses from those guys, I mean, the group that's already going to be there is really, really impressive. Trevor said a bunch of names up close and and in person. I'm really looking forward to seeing DeAndre Walker from Georgia. I just didn't think he really took big strides this year like I hoped he would. There were flash games. Missouri was one of them, but overall just didn't feel like he was a consistent, impactful force as a pass rusher. And then the Alabama game, I mean, he was everywhere. One of the toughest, yeah. I've seen anybody toughest time. I've probably seen anybody give Jonah Williams. I mean, I thought power and some inside moves and he's not maybe the, the fast bendy type, but still finds way to win as a passenger and drop his pad level coming around the corner. So I, I like Walker. I didn't think he improved a ton this season, but physically in person, I mean, he's going to look like a monster. Um, you know, everybody's going to want to draft him just when they, when they get next to him and just see what, yeah, I mean, the kids just built, but I'm excited to see how he does in the 1v1s, uh, how he wins along the outside edge track a little bit. And, um, of course, Chase Winovich as well, but uh, t- for a lot of the same reasons. But uh, Walker's probably one of the guys that's already accepted that I'll be watching the closest.
1: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs, will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscaped.com.
0: I want to mention the offensive line, Kyle. Uh, I know you wanted an edge take, but I want to talk about some of these guys that are going to try to block them. And I think yeah. we've got a pretty right? good guy Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd be <we're> not- <laughs> Yeah, Nika Juice from West Virginia is a guy that I think, you know, we've kind of been touting him as a potential top 50 guy, maybe even a first round guy. And so you talk about him getting some chances to go one V one versus, you know, maybe a sweat and a feral, but we've already got Allen. Uh, committed to this thing that's going to be a great great showcase hopefully they'll be on the same team you have got Dalton Risner from Kansas State who's I mean just as technically sound of a blocker as you're going to find a guy that probably projects inside of the NFL after playing right tackle at Kansas State so we'll get a chance to see that transition uh, you've got um, uh, Caleb McGarry from Washington their right tackle over there I think he moves really well he's very physical Chris Lindstrom from Boston College four year starter on those really good Boston College Eagles rushing attacks. So he'll get he'll get a chance to really kind of cement himself. And then a guy that I've talked about all year long who just won the uh was it the Remington Award, Garrett Bradbury from NC State. He's a tight end uh, convert, kicked inside the center. He's probably the best center in college football this past year. He won the award for it. So and he's got wearable ability. And so you talk about a guy that, you know, the 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 drills are so tailored for the defensive lineman at the senior bowl, but you got a guy like Bradbury that can move laterally as well as he can. He's a guy that might be able to stay square with guys like Gerald Willis, who are going to be coming after him left and right. So I'm really excited about this offensive line group in Mobile. And I know that like, seems like every year we're kind of underwhelmed by the offensive lineman there, but if we get these guys if they actually show up. I think we've got a chance to have a good showing. All right, let's take some questions. We've got a bunch queued
2: up. So the way we're going to dish them out, I'll read the questions. We will kind of go around the table. Uh, Joe, you're getting first question. Trevor, you're next. John, you're next. So just be ready. Uh, Joe, your question comes from CMB. With the rise of Quinn Williams from Bama and the alleged downfall, quote-unquote, of guys like Sean Gary and Oliver and Christian Wilkins, do you think Williams has made his way into the upper echelon of interior defensive linemen in this year's group?
0: How high can you put an interior defensive lineman? like eight- – <laughs> he's unbelievable. He's, he literally cannot be blocked. He's got counters on top of counters. He's quick. He's athletic. He's powerful. He's, he finds the football. He's slippery. I mean, like he's, he's everything we're used to seeing in Alabama defensive linemen, except for like way more explosive and way more, uh, way more, a much better processor. He just finds the football so effectively. Like, I, I mean, like behind Bosa, like it's Quinn and Williams, the second best prospect in the class. So he's vaulted himself all the way to the top. in my opinion. Wow. Ed Oliver fans are furious. Yes, they're steaming that. I'm at the top of the list. Red Oliver. Fans, Phones man. are off the hook. I can't yeah, deny at the top of the list, Joe. No, I cannot deny what Quinn and Williams has proven this year he's better prospect than Oliver
2: Trevor question from Cody Allison is Hollywood Brown better than Debo Samuel
4: yes why (laughs) Give give me a little
2: give me a little bit
4: um I think that I I just think that he he does more as a dynamic wide receiver I think Debo's really good I think he might have more body control than Brown but when I see Brown I don't see just a deep threat dude I see a guy who um can win a lot in like short area with his speed um I just think he wins with I think he wins with superior athleticism in a lot of different ways. I think the Tyree Kill comps are kind of crazy because Tyreek is just crazy fast and he has crazy body. Tyreek Hill is almost like Debo Samuel's body, but then Marquis Brown's speed. But um I'll take Marquise Brown's speed over Debo Samuel. John Ledyard is beside himself. He fine. actually
2: double face palmed at that take. It's fine. He's been around before. John, any chance Josh yeah. Allen sneaks into the top five.
4: Uh, mm, 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 no that five your
2: that, that's your Tony Romo moment by the way that, mm, five, five.
4: <laughs> no I way. don't know I
2: can't go five
4: no way I can go five
2: that's, that's rich why? top
3: 15 yes
4: yeah maybe very much
3: yes five is a little who goes Watch first me. who goes first you Josh guarantee Allen. one quarterback in the five
4: who, go- who goes first uh, Josh Allen or Jakai Play? Josh Ooh. Allen yeah, Allen. Yeah, more
2: You're very thoughtful about that. Yeah. All right, so I'll take. I a don't question. Even necessarily say
3: that I think Josh Allen's better. I'm not even necessarily saying that. I'm just saying I think the NFL will think Josh Allen's better.
2: I have a question from Elijah. Where does Hunter Renfro, Joe Marino's boy, rank in this deep wide receiver group? It's very fitting. I'm taking this question because I get to address Joe's boy. He's near the bottom.
4: Oh no! It, what 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 quality
2: traits does Hunter Renfro have? Reliable. Uh, He's on, is he's, on, he's, he's on the Van Wilder. How long play. has he been in college? Every five years, like a, a ton year. of these guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, it just feels longer because he's been done in part, 15 games. seasons. Ample. There are people on the internet that talk a bunch of shit about drafting a running back in the first round because they think it is totally egregious. Drafting a shifty, gritty... High motor white slot receiver is even dumber because you can find them everywhere. Every, okay, but wait, everywhere with hands like Renfro? No. You can get good hands. what you're saying. Okay.
3: Well, where, okay. Kyle, well tell me this, where where are you drafting Renfro then? What like what, what round mean, like are you eight, are you?
2: Still like with? Six, round six or seven? Yeah, yeah. You you that's bad. That's bad.
3: Okay. But if you were like round four, like I could I'm fine with that. Okay, I so right, I'm, right, like, I'm
2: like 60 eight. slots away from you not being offended by my tape well maybe, you said round 6 that's more than that Trevor of, slots. I don't mm-hmm. of those of us who participated who struggled the most from the heat of the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's, this is a legit super <laughs> <soup> contest <laughs>
4: um, not Jeff not Jeff, <laughs> not yeah, Jeff yeah was it wasn't dude it wasn't Jeff, Jeff is a pro Uh, struggled it was probably me who struggled the most. John, you had the one I where you I went. Struggle. Yeah, but I, you went full bite though. You went full shrimp.
2: I don't know if I, no, I, I, also, I, I also went full shrimp. shrimp. Did you? Okay, I so. instantly regretted it. I had tears weeping down my face. No, actually, I didn't cry. So then it was you. It was
0: you, Kyle. I'm an emotional eater.
2: I Are I I mean, they hotter it's than
0: the things we had at the Green Turtle? Because I'm—I guess I'm going to have to deal with this coming. Not, yes. It's not—it's not hot.
4: It's like God. I don't know how to explain. It. Have you had horseradish before? I don't Perfect. know how to explain horseradish to somebody who's never had horseradish. I mean, I've
3: had like yeah. horseradish in—it is hard. hard. Like I. It's How, like hot in a way that like
4: clears your nostrils, I guess. Like, like, like I don't it's, know. Like it's like hot in engine. the back of your nose. It's like 8 billion degrees in the back of your nose for like three seconds and then it's done. Can't wait.
2: And Joe's yeah. got a delicate stomach, so I'm really looking forward to him having some of these oh. shrimp cocktails. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. Joe. It's not staying at the house that night.
2: Risner top 10 question mark. Be at his first round question mark. Same Ooh, question.
0: Wait. Uh, Rizner. No, not top 10. That's a little bit rich. I think he's probably 20 to fifty range there. Um, like him a ton. I think he's going to be a quality starter. Yeah. I mean, you know, all these interior offensive linemen, they just they, say, why don't you just say one
4: through season one through 75 pick, you know, you know, I'm not used it's, to this type it's of December. resistance I'm Just, it's hard to
3: nail right. <laughs> <out>. just <laughs> take a stand. Somebody
2: put he's your feet going, to ground. He's going,
3: he's going, he's he's going 39 30-9. overall. I just said 39.
0: You guys have so much in common. <laughs> if Piazis <be> <laughs> comes chemistry. out, he's a redshirt sophomore. I think he's his first-round guy for sure. Yeah. Someone would be real happy. And he's a game-changer on the interior. But um, I don't know. R- Risner, 20 to 40. John, last question. Do you have a
2: m- most highly anticipated matchup between prospects that are participating in this year's Senior ball?
4: Oh. Um... I wanna see what was the question you cut out. What was it?
2: Most anticipated matchups between players participating at the twenty nineteen Senior Bowl. Mm. Probably
3: Josh Allen against Dalton Reisner or Yanni Kajus.
1: But but also, not- I want to
3: see if Kajus throws hands with somebody at the senior bowl.
2: Yeah, he went to oh, last yeah, guys happening. twice this year. Oh yeah, that's happening. Wait, he did it again. Yeah,
4: he, he actually yeah. kicked that wing
3: First week again. Yeah. Oh, dude, I want so that could guy. You yeah, hurt. He, he. Could you? Could you got hurt? Remember? So we, uh,
4: I don't know what is available. Like, if he'll be healthy, to, we'll have to see. I guess. I just, That's I just, nice. love, I just love his name because during the the summer scouting, I'm sure in one episode, if we go back far enough, John was like, "Yeah, this is offensive lineman Yanni could could you just could 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 you?" His no, name
3: was <laughs> easy. Because it was the same as Devin could use from two years before or whatever. Um oh, Stanford. You might be right. That's, That's how I do. I was prepared, prepared
4: for,
2: for everything. everything. Man, he's, he's quick on uh, the draw. Nope. All right. No, we did, we did there's get one more. There's some names you
3: can keep me on.
2: <laughs> we got <laughs> one more came in from Elijah at the wire, and then we're going to sign off on this show. Byron Murphy over Greedy Williams question mark. I personally love Murphy. Uh, I'm going to ask all of you, but for the record, Byron Murphy CD1. is he is a change of direction monster. Right. And he's another young guy, but he's incredibly intelligent in zone coverage and and reading route combinations and seeing him jump down on routes and and attack the football has just been a a joy to watch. I dug into his all 22 at Joe's house, and Joe's a little worried about me. He's like, You all right? Did you you or what? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) John, greedy or Byron?
0: This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories.
3: You know, I haven't finished a formal evaluation on either, and they're obviously going to be close, I think, somewhat in my evaluation. But based on what I saw from Byron at the end of the season, uh, not even just the last game, but just being able to watch a couple Washington games finally when the SEC schedule lightened up and uh, I wanted to try and get a look at some other teams, it's hard for me to envision having Grady over Byron Murphy. I didn't think I'd say that. I thought Grady was the obvious CB1, but I thought Murphy got so much better even this year they're different corners because Greedy, you know, you'd want him in press man ideally. Uh you definitely don't want I wouldn't want him in off uh, man. We're uh Byron Mur- Murphy's gonna be a lot better, I think, in, in off man or zone coverage. But I Murphy's exactly my type of corner. He, I love that type of corner, you know. And uh so
4: I think that uh yeah, he he, he
3: to me, I believe, will end up being my C B one.
4: Trevor. I mean, people are gonna, people are gonna like Byron the way that they like Jair last year. I think it's gonna kind of be, oh, I like this that. the same kind of thing. Not necessarily them as, combing exact skill sets, but I could see people who really liked Jair really liking uh, Byron. And so, uh, I, I think that right now I would also say that Byron would probably be my CB one, Joe. Byron CB one. Bless him. Well, I did not expect that to be in the yeah. universe. Greedy's Greedy's too good for it to be like a sweep, like it is. But yeah, man, Byron's. I cannot vote for Byron.
0: All Greedy's the- just like the same player. Like he just didn't get any better this year, and it, that's not that's okay because he's already a great prospect. Yeah. But like, I mean, some yeah. of the same flaws we talked about in the summer were evident all season long. My my big concern with Greedy, if I can slide it in real
3: quick here before we wrap up, but I think. When you're a press man corner that has inconsistent technique at the line of scrimmage and when you struggle to find the ball vertically down the field and give up some vertical separation as a result, those are like two big things that need to go hand in hand. You have to either win at the line of scrimmage or win down the field at the top of the route. I don't feel like he does either of those consistently enough. And so because of that, I'm a little bit skeptical that, like I could see Greedy being a real boomer bust type of guy in the NFL because I think he needs to develop that that consistency to his game, that patience to his game. And right now he's just – he's a very emotional player. And so with that comes a lot of ups and downs. And so that makes him, I think, a little bit of a scary player to trust. I wrote about that going into the year, and Joe's right. It didn't really change during the year. So I think my grade has to reflect that lack of
2: change now at this point. And time. If you are listening to the Draft Dudes and Locked On NFL Draft Super Show – Thanks so much for checking us out. Really appreciate you guys taking the time. Uh, if you ask questions on Twitch as we did this live on Thursday night, thanks for visiting. If you missed us, swing on by. We're at the draft network on twitch.tv. So we're going to be doing a lot more of these interactive type recordings and interactions with you guys. That's what we're all about. That's uh, one of the things we take great pride in is making sure you guys have the opportunity to have your voice heard. As the football community that we serve on a day-to-day basis. Uh, make sure you swing over to the draftnetwork.com. I know Connor Rogers has a mock draft of the first round dropping today. So that's something to look forward to. Everybody loves a mock draft. And make sure you hit us all up on Twitter. Trevor Sikama is at Tampa Bay Trey. John Ledyard is at Ledyard NFL Draft. Joe Marino is at the Joe Marino and I am at grinding the Tate. And I'm also stoked that I hit those on the first try. So, yeah, we're well, going on a high note here, signing off for the Draft Network Super Show. Kyle Krabs with John, Trevor, and Joe. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.